and welcome to a new episode of Blood Orange. We're so pretentious. We are Kayla and Christina. We've been friends for 20 years and found the only bit of TV we agree on is Project Runway. So we're going to be watching and breaking down our favorite outfits and fashion catastrophes starting from the very beginning. We hope you'll join in and watch along with us. The fifth season is available on DVD or online, and today we'll be talking about season five, episode four. What happened in this episode, Caitlin? It's called Rings of Glory. This was a bad episode. It was so wasn't. boring. It was all ugly. It wasn't the most exciting or inspiring episode. But it wasn't terrible. And as you mentioned right before we started recording, we do tangentially kind of know someone who was a former Olympian. We which did. we should have asked what outfit he would have picked if we'd planned ahead he probably would have had some very funny opinions. That would have been really funny. Be like, hey, it's been 10 years. Tell me what outfit you would wear. <laughs> it has been a minute. All I remember as far as him in clothes is he had that shirt covered in butterflies that he got at a thrift store and the lady at the thrift store like gave him attitude about it and he bought it like to spider. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> I remember him talking about it. We were all on our bikes <laughs> riding and he was like shouting this story about this like wicked witch at the thrift store who didn't think he'd buy a sparkly butterfly shirt like a witch at the thrift store that wasn't what he I don't remember exactly what he called her but it was something it was all I really remember from him is I remember him doing a strip tease we have pictures of it <laughs> yeah I, I remember that and then I remember him telling me who Craig was and that was it Craig <laughs> That's like all I really remember. And then who he lived in Alaska. Who was the one who made the best sauerkraut in the fucking universe? Jeff. He did make good sauerkraut. I have you made any pickles this year? Last summer you were making pickles. I haven't made pickles in a while because Everett broke both my jars. But when it starts to cool down, I want to make pickle pickles. Like, I want to ferment it, put it in, like, a cold, cool, dark area. I want to do pickle pickles. So I'm going to I do that this fall. I have no idea what pickle pickles are, but okay. So, okay, I was making quick pickles. Like, I was doing yeah, a that's... quick pickling brine. But I want to do, like, actually, like, ferment it. Hmm. Where you put, like... Um... I think I'm going to stick with the quick ones because all the times we tried to make sauerkraut went so, so badly. <laughs> sauerkraut came out so bad we even went to a class <laughs> we asked jeff how to do this we googled it how to do this we took class how to do this and we had some rotten mobile in the end we just had some really rotten really smelly cabbage but we had five gallons of really rotten really smelly cabbage i remember the last time i tried why did make- we start with five gallons I don't know because we were used. We saw the big bath. That's how Jeff made it. Yeah, we were trying to recreate him because he did it in the fucking Home Depot bucket, and that's what we went and bought a Home Depot bucket. But I remember the last time I tried to make sauerkraut was when I first met Jimmy, and I was like, "I'm gonna keep this in your in your cabinet." When we first started dating, I was like, "I'm gonna put this in his cabinet," and he like, and I think I forgot about him. He's like, "This is moldy," and I'm like, "Oh my god, my sauerkraut." <laughs> And he still chose to love me. <laughs> Is that when we attempted to make the peanut butter jar ones? It was the peanut butter jar one, yep. 
Because like, I think oh, my peanut butter jar. I think that one actually did turn out. Mine did, but mine I don't think I ever had the nerve to eat it. Like I don't. It didn't get moldy, but I never had the nerve to try it. Let's try it again. <laughs> now that we're in our thirties, we can figure this out. Well, we were twenty when we were in our twenties when we first. Tried. I was gonna say I have been making refrigerator pickles but I've been looking up like different flavors because I've been thinking so much about the ones we had I don't think it was Jeff that made them but whoever made them yeah somebody I don't think there was somebody made the the pickles curry cauliflower that was so remember the curry cauliflower those pickles were so good that they had a limit on how many you could eat (laughs) and then you had like one pickle a day right (laughs) There was for sure a limit on the curry ones, but I think there was a limit on all of them. But like we had less, slightly less of a limit, I think, because we were staying there. Yeah, we we worked. We volunteered but there. The curried cauliflower, literally, they were like, no, we have one jar. You can only have one piece. <laughs> it was so good. And then someone did like cinnamon carrots, which. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I didn't like it. Well, what I was thinking of, I looked up weird flavors I could make pickles out of because I have a lot of cucumber right now, and I'm totally going to make pumpkin spice pickles. What's the worst that could happen? It's true. You just say they're gross. Um, No, like... Eat them, whatever. I don't know. I want to make, like, pickle pickles this fall. Yeah. I need to get the right kind of container, and, like, yeah, it's like a ceramic container you're supposed to use. You're supposed to weight it down. Yeah, so very like, similar yeah to- and then you have to take the mold off of it every day and oh. it takes a few weeks i think i'll stick with refrigerator pickles <laughs> i just want to attempt it once i, wanna, I just yeah. want to attempt it um well yeah you're gonna have to like update the podcast on how it went i will and you know what we should just have a burning man podcast i wish i kept diaries from burning man I have that's my biggest regret sketchbooks from burning man i've got like drawings i did of you at burning man i have your burning man photo or letter in my office that you don't remember writing yeah i, I no i don't remember writing you wrote, <laughs> me, a, you wrote me a birthday I did letter. A painting for you i, I do i have it right here i'm gonna say i know i did that but i, yeah, I can't I, see it but yeah it's next to my bed I say I remember doing that, but I don't remember writing a letter. No, I love that painting. Uh, no, you wrote me a letter, and it was like talking about the dead car. <laughs> I still have that scarf, the scarf I made that has a dead car on it. Was- <laughs> it's a dead car. <laughs> oh, I think we God. were already punchy because we'd listened to "Bye Bye Bye" for like an hour straight or two hours straight. Or I can't listen to that song anymore. It was like it. we listened to it like thirty times in a row. We just, I, again. <laughs> I, I think we were waiting for someone to yell at us and no one did no yeah we were just blaring it like Albert, Albert, Albert. <laughs> and then that was the one and only time we did will call remember that's why we got stuck there someone just decided to leave their car I there think I and did other will, people i think i did will call both times i think we did will call both times i just remember that will call being a hot fucking mess it was yeah like you weren't supposed to like they had places to park you weren't supposed to leave your car and the line just wasn't moving and then a the guy ran up to that one car and went it's a dead car because <laughs> there was no one in it and they just left it in the middle of the road 
I miss Burning Man. I wish we were there. We're supposed to be there right now. The man's burning tonight, right? Uh, is it Friday or Saturday? No, it's today's Sunday. Sunday. And it's always like it burned, or maybe it burned last night and tonight they're burning everything. Because you always I think, leave on I think the, you leave, probably the temple burn. Yeah, you always leave the day before Labor Day. I'm looking at the account of someone who's there. They haven't posted in several days. There must have four days. There must not be a service. Fuck it. Let's plan it. Let's go next year. Let's fucking plan it. I let's in. rent an RV. Let's let's rent an RV because we're too old for time. I still have my Burning Man tent. Why would I had to sleep in it on Friday night? <laughs> Maybe we do you know anyone who has an RV we can borrow? I want like a tiny one. Like because I can't drive a big thing. No, I don't know anyone that has an RV. I know you can rent them, but no one's going to rent to someone going to Burning Man. Yeah, I looked it up one time. You have to pay like this huge deposit if you're going to Burning Man. Like they know if you're renting during this week, they will ask you, are you going to Burning Man? <laughs> yeah, that's it's a big deal. So no, I don't know anyone that has an RV. <sighs> that would have been nice. Okay, let's go to Burning Man. What if we get like a like a tent trailer or something where it's like it still wouldn't have air conditioner, but it has a real bed. <laughs> That's it. I just want a real bed. I don't I don't need the eight. No, I would like an RV because it would be nice to have a kitchen and a bathroom. Actually, no, because then we would have to like get rid of the soil. Yeah. I'd rather just use the quarter potty. Yeah. I just want shelter. That's not a tent. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I've never done RV camping. I've always my entire life done tent camping. I've been in an RV once in my life when I was a kid. My grandfather rented an RV and took us to North Carolina. It was a disaster, but I remember it being nice, being in an RV. My grandpa had a trailer. I'm trying to remember if we ever camped in it. I know somebody might have taken it to Lodi Lake once or twice, but that was to go to the water slide, so that wasn't really the camp. (laughs) I know somebody I know somebody has a trailer that would probably let us borrow it, but I don't have any I don't have anything to you know to pull it, yeah. Yeah, and then that would just even be more gas. It wouldn't be it would be less gas efficient than an RV. An RV would be a lot of gas. No, let's plan it. Let's go next year. We should I'm do all it. in. I absolutely. Actually, though, I have a lot going on next year, though. Which <laughs> well, okay. So I wanted to take. I I want to take Everett to Disneyland for his fifth birthday. I want to go all out, like stay at the resort, do like three, four days, like be at Disney, like do it. And then we we're gonna do that, but then all of a sudden, my my father-in-law was like i'm gonna retire and i want to go to hawaii and i want everyone to go to hawaii well you can always do it forever at sixth birthday though but i've been saying it since he was a newborn that i want to take him to disneyland on his fifth birthday it's been in my head for like four years can he count no <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> but i mean he can count to one <laughs> <laughs> Then he can count one more year. <laughs> no, but I want to go. But like, I don't know. Maybe I can convince him to do Hawaii, but do like the Disney Resort Hawaii. There's a Disney Resort in Hawaii. 
Mm-hmm. I guess I shouldn't be surprised. There's a Disney resort everywhere. I want to go to Disney. I haven't been to Disney in years. I used to go every year. Remember I used to go every year for my birthday? I haven't been since the senior trip. Which doesn't count. Which doesn't count. I don't know. I'm pretty sure we were at Disneyland. We were. But it was I so... seem to remember seeing you in line at California Adventure and being like, I'm not standing in this line. Bye. <laughs> Walking away. I went to Tower of Terror and the line was so long that I gave up after like 30 minutes. And I don't remember who I was with. I think it was with Shannon. And we were at... Um, I think you were with Katie when I saw you. This is... I'm like I feel guilty about it, but it's also hilarious. Um, we were at um, Indiana Jones, which is like the only ride I got to ride. I think I was with Shannon and someone else, but the line was hella long. Like, senior trip has more people on an average day, more people at the park than an average day at Disneyland. So like it's crowded, and these kids in front of us decided to cut the line and just like go over the rope but they were kind of like um you could tell they were like inner city kids and they cut the line over these super like one girl was wearing a tennis skirt that's how preppy they were (laughs) and I was like let's go with them and they're like what and like let's let's follow them they're not gonna say shit to these kids and they did it and the guy actually high-fived me and I was like he was like oh I see what you did I was like because they're not gonna say shit to you I know who I know who these people are I'm one of these people they're not gonna say shit to you (laughs) and so we beat we cut the line for probably we probably cut like an hour wait we still have to wait another hour but we cut like a (laughs) hardcore of it Mm -hmm. I remember going in like junior high and at the time they had I don't think they do them the same way, but they had the fast passes at the time. They do still have fast passes. They have them, but they're like different. From what I hear, they have like they're like a schedule or something now. Yeah. So you could, if you carried it all day, you skip most of the lines. Like oh yeah, so you have to get a fast pass, and there there's only so many that they give out a day, but they give you it's like a thirty minute period. Isn't it like per ride or something? Yeah. So like you. So when people go to California Adventure, like the first thing they do is they run to get uh, fast passes to the Cars ride because that's really long. I heard Uh, all about it. And then there's another, now everyone runs to get fast passes to Guardians of Galaxy because that's a newer ride. It's stupid. I, when we were there, the passes you got, they were like per person. You had to buy them per person. It was really expensive. Oh no, these but are free. it lasted for the entire day and you could like skip it like put you into like a VIP line, which was way shorter. And so me and um it was one of my mom's childhood friends' kids. We basically just rode Indiana Giant Jones like 20 times in a row. We would just get off and then we'd get back in the VIP line and do it again. No, Great. so now they're free. <laughs> now they're they're free. You just have to get there first. And yeah, they give you like a time period. It's like a 30 minute period that you have to be there. If you're not, then your card's expired. Um, But me and Jimmy don't give a fuck. And we do the single rides, which is really quick. I remember, (laughs) I remember I was kind of tipsy at California Adventure because it was like at the end of the day. 
and me and him did the single ride to the cars rides and it's only like 15 not even a 15 minute wait if you do it by yourself and so I go on this ride and this girl was like this mother was like hey do you want to sit next to your daughter which I can't believe she thought this was my daughter because this girl was like 12 and I'm like 25 <laughs> and um I was like I don't know her me and her do the single rides and I was like high five she's like yeah high five we're like we don't wait in line <laughs> but it's actually more fun to do the single rides because especially if it like if the stars align you because you know on the cars ride you race at the end I know I've never I, I okay. haven't been since high school <laughs> so the, the cars ride cars is didn't like, exist back then yeah so the cars ride you do like a stupid little thingy from like the cars movie but at the end you race another car and so sometimes it's fun because like the person that you're with sometimes you race them so it's like yeah they won and one time though we did the singles at Indiana Jones and Jimmy went right through and rode the ride and for the longest time there wasn't an odd number of people so I was stuck waiting forever <laughs> and like you and at that point you can't leave like I was like I can't leave I'm at the ride they're just waiting for like a group of like four people or five people where like you need a random six person and I was just like Jimmy like got off and I was like <laughs> see you later enjoy lunch okay Anyways, let's get back to it because this is a Disneyland <laughs> podcast or a Burning Man podcast. It's a Project Runway podcast. And today it's an Olympics podcast. Yes. Um, I wrote, I started off with, I completely forgot Emily was sent home and her look wasn't even that bad at the recap. Yeah, I was thinking that too. I was like, okay, she, injustice for Emily. Injustice for, sure. for Emily, sorry. Um, Heidi comes out. And then they do that model thing, but Kenley decides to keep her model. Of course. Which her sm- her smile on her face made me think that she was gonna cause drama and like switch that, but she didn't. Uh, you know what I noticed? What? Heidi rarely is the one that gives them the challenge. It seems like, especially this season, every single time she goes, Okay, now you're meeting up with Tim and he'll tell you the challenge. Like Yeah she's like it's no longer her job it's now tim's job to give the challenge maybe tim wanted it that way you know they're like thick as thieves in real life seems like it um anyways they go on a field trip with tim and blaine says that he wants to tan and he's dying because he's not tanning and every every other day day. like hello skin cancer i was gonna google if he's had skin cancer there's no way he hasn't like i didn't look it up but I yeah, was like, someone calls him tanorexia and that's actually a thing yeah they say like oh he's getting they was it jerome says he he wishes he had some bronzer or something because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's getting so pale well that girl um nicola roberts from girls aloud she had a she was tanorexic and like started came up with like bands on and the amount of tans you can get at underage i have never had a tan and i don't I've, just mean like in a tanning bed i mean in general i don't tan <laughs> i don't tan either i did when i was a kid i have pictures of me nice and golden but now that i'm older maybe because it's just the amount of sunscreen i wear yeah uh being golden brown is not worth a sunburn it's not worth the sunburn or the wrinkles to be honest yeah on it and also too you can get a spray tan 
Get yeah, spray I've never tan. I want to. I want to get a spray tan, but I've never done it. Um, so they go to some like indoor gym. It's track. like an Olympic track or something. Like it's got a big Olympic sign hanging over it. I guess that's where they do. And they saw some guys speed skating, so I knew instantly who it was. I just wrote dude rollerblading. Is rollerblading in the Olympics? Is roller derby? Because I would totally watch Olympic roller derby. <laughs> it's Apollo Ano. I haven't heard that name in so long, but I knew instantly who it was. So I saw the speed skating. I was like, oh, it's Apollo. I've definitely heard the name before. I had no clue. I couldn't have told he you what he was. Did. He was everywhere the previous summer, the last summer Olympics. So like four years ago when the, before this episode aired, he was everywhere. I remember him on the Wheaties box. I remember him in every commercial. You were like an ice skating fan though. He's not ice skating. He's speed skating. Okay. I'm sorry. He's on ice skates. He's ice skating. I wasn't. May not be, may not be figure skating, but he's ice skating. <laughs> I did love figure skating when I was younger. Hardcore. Anyway, so the challenge is to create a look for the opening ceremony of the Summer Olympics, but they can only do women's wear only. I thought that was kind of a bummer. I wish they'd given them a choice. Probably um, they all would have chosen women's wear, but it would have been entertaining. They probably them. didn't give them the choice because they probably don't have any male models ready. Yeah, maybe. Um, so they have 30 minutes to sketch, look in the museum for ideas and uh, the past opening game looks and then they go directly to moon i think they have like a what 150 dollar budget yeah that's what it was um I, tim does say something which i think is worth remembering especially once we get to runway he says that their job is to present the image of the u.s to the world and they don't do it at all they don't do it <laughs> i would say two one two of- Two of them did a decent job, and I think one of them knew what they were doing. Yeah. But there's not a lot of looks that scream USA. I think there were a lot of people. Honestly, I kind of, I think the visit to the Olympic Museum threw a lot of them. Yeah. It was almost there were several times in this i was like this feels like this person's being sabotaged and this the visit to the olympic museum i think genuinely did kind of sabotage several of their looks i don't think the producers meant it i think that's just they took it too literally yeah so many of them were just like we will be inspired by the 30s so bad we'll get to it but it's so bad so they're at mood and like Terry gets in some fabric drama with Keith. Yeah, they they're fighting over the red fabric, which I don't think either of them ended up using. Terry used it. I noticed it. It's in the scarf. Oh, okay. He didn't use it. He used blue something. Well, I don't know. His apple was hideous. I've got a couple more things at the museum. Oh. Joe said talks about how much he loves the Olympics. Apparently he watches the Summer Olympics every year. And so he feels like super confident. And then back to the sabotage, Tim points out to Stella a photo of a gymnast in fur, which just feels like he's like asking for her to go crazy. And she's like, ooh, leather. Leather and fur. I wish it had gone with her original idea. 
it would have been interesting to see a leather and fur olympic outfit and then such a bad episode (laughs) when they're at mood I don't know. Is it Kenley saying something to Stella about her picking out leather or something like that? And is it Stella that says back, worry about the plaid you're picking out? Some one of the other designers, like in the Porto, Porto today. Who was? Yeah. Worry about the plaid you're picking out. And then they go oh, to yeah. a screenshot of her, like, I'm picking blue plaid. I think it's classy. It's more classy than red. Shut up, Kenley. Shut up. <laughs> um, so it's a one-day challenge and the winner will get immunity and then speaking of kenley everyone's complaining about how she laughs and that her and daniel are so loud yeah apparently joe's right next to them and he's just like they're, they're, they're goofing off all the time and they don't think about anyone else and i would just like a montage of kenley's maniacal laughter I'd probably be so guilty of it because I'm very talkative and very loud and I have an annoying laugh. I'd probably piss everyone off. I've been told, especially when you and I are together, that we are giggly. (laughs) Who told you that? Your dad? (laughs) No, Daniel. We are very giggly. At some point, he listened to like the first episode and he's like, I enjoy listening to you guys giggle. Yeah, that's do about right. honestly have we ever been in, in the same room for 10 minutes without laughing <laughs> i don't think it's possible maybe like in <laughs> school but probably not because i feel like we we really didn't have any classes other than freshman we year we had photo and that was it no we had photo and we also had um health okay. slash geometry or not geometry what a geol- ge- geography i don't remember yeah we were in that class because you used to like write funny stuff because as long as the answers were filled in he would give you a plus on it and like yep you did it and so your answers would be like pineapple <laughs> i vividly remember that and mr Curry would be like good job yeah i sat right next to you in that class <laughs> Honestly, the only memory I have of that class is him, me writing pineapple and him being like, thumbs up. And then me stealing my whole geography paper from Wikipedia and telling me that it was really consistent and coherent A+. I, Chelsea was also in that class. I kind of remember Chelsea in that. It was like, I think she sat behind me and you sat to the left of me. I sat but close I- to the door. Yeah, we were on the, the left. Okay, now I'm, re- now I'm having memory. You're unlocking memories. Yeah, I do <laughs> remember now. I have a vivid memory of Kearney walking, checking homework, and being like, someone in this class smokes. And Chelsea being like, it's her, and pointing at me. And I'm like, it's my parents. <laughs> it's not me. That is so mean. I was so mad at her. It was so embarrassing. I don't remember I that. Like everyone, I smell like cigarettes. Thank you. <laughs> that's that's, so that's my vivid uh, health class memory. <laughs> I just uh, that's so mean. Anyways, um, I said everything looks ugly, and then Tim Gunn walks in, and Blaine doesn't know about the Beatles. Yeah, that was weird. He um tim says it's looking a little sergeant pepper to me and blaine's like i don't know what that is it did look very sergeant pepper so. <laughs> tim was just like oh you're so young like he's no, just he like, said I don't, youth. 
what do I, what do I do here? And Blaine's argument is that um, it was Beatles era or something like that, or the thirties or the Beatles era or something. And Tim's like, no, they weren't. Like, what you, yeah, no. The thirties, what are you talking about? Yeah, Sgt. Pepper was like the seventies, wasn't it? The seventies or the eighties? Something like that, I'm not sure. Um, and then I wrote everything they've shown so far looks like bad flight attendant outfits. There's a lot of I did I there were several different dresses that I wanted to write flight attendant, but I was like, I will have to write it on all of them. So many of them look like flight attendants. Yeah, Tim, a lot of them look like flight attendants. I'm shocked no one said that. Yeah. Tim tells Jerome his is looking a little Lucy Ricardo. And I thought like that is a very good reference. That is exactly what Jerome was looking. <laughs> Like put, it make, does yeah make he, project runway black and white and that is exactly what he made yes <laughs> um and then daniel i guess steals joe's sewing machine and joe is like so butthurt about it and daniel doesn't care at all I, it did make me wonder like how many machines are there per contestant because i assume there's fewer machines than there are contestants but it seems like there's still a lot of them so they must not have individual there's, sewing machine there's three a row and i think it goes up three so there's nine machines and then yeah. one of them i think is just a a serger machine how does that work maybe there's another room they just don't show maybe i don't know i was like i was like i i tried to google like how many machines are there and all it brought up was reviews of the the project runway brand <laughs> sewing machine and I was like that, that you own yeah I was like I don't need that um yeah he's like all freaking out and the Corto makes a funny comment she's like everything's like high school I want to graduate and be in college now <laughs> yeah oh hmm. she also mentions that oh everyone's look looks so dated which brought me back to the fact that they took them all to the Olympic Museum like yeah, everyone she was, went retro on this. I know it's so bad, but yeah, she just said like everyone's retro, everyone's in the past. I want to do something that's 2008. I want to yeah. do something now, <laughs> which is now retro. Yeah, now super retro, so old. We're so old. Um, anyways, stuff happens. I go to runway. I, I barely took I any notes. I had to runway at this point because there well there wasn't a lot happening. It was like they were did hair and makeup, which they all went retro with, and like there wasn't anyone particularly running late at the end. It seemed like everyone was ready. Yeah, there wasn't. The only drama this episode was Joe and Daniel. More mostly Joe just doesn't like Daniel or Kenley, it seems like. Like that's mostly the only like that was it. This season is so boring so far. I can't believe we're only on episode four. I feel like we've been watching these people forever. I know. <laughs> I know. I don't want to know these people anymore. I just hate it. All right. Anyways, runway. First look. Opinion. Parto. Um, I liked the pants. I actually genuinely really liked. The white pants she made i did think the blue looked black on the runway which was unfortunate but i that it was, was blue i thought it was black i assumed it was blue like i there were several looks that the blue looked what i assumed was blue looked black and i was trying to figure out if it was my monitor or what 
I assumed hers was meant like it was white and then it had like the red and blue, I'm assuming, on the vest. Oh. But it looked black to me. It looked black to me too, but I said it's cute. I don't think anyone could top this. It looks very clean and well done. It did look very clean. I white pants. Dirty in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> um Swave, I wrote, I hate it. it. Looks like a school uniform in a bad way. She's a cheerleader. Yes, that was what I was trying to figure out. Oh, that was the word <laughs> I was like. Cheerleader. Kelly, yeah, I, I wrote oh sorry. No, go ahead. I said Kelly was a flight attendant. Oh, I was still on Swade, sorry. <laughs> I go to Swade. What are you gonna say? Um, on Swade? I wish it had shown the back. You you see like a flash of the back as she turns, but it didn't show the whole back, but it looked like he actually put a lot of work, like crisscrossing straps on the back of that shirt. Oh, I didn't it, even know. I never showed it. It just I, it seemed unfortunate that that's the only part that had detail and they didn't show it. <laughs> I didn't notice it. Yeah, Kelly's a flight attendant. What do you think of that? Yeah flight attendant in the 50s or like she's going to a country fair somewhere rural somewhere where they like have like hog weighing contests <laughs> um joe's i said this would work i like it but the score is too long and they even made a comment about it it was the most realistically olympic look so far like that is what people you i could see. see someone wearing that that is what an Olympic athlete would wear to the Olympic opening ceremony. Yeah. Like, it says USA on the skirt. <laughs> I know. How did no one do that other than him? He, he Apparently, he's the only one that watches the Olympics opening ceremony. So he's probably got a lot of lifetime of experience actually watching it and seeing what all the different countries do. So writing the country's name on the outfit. He also has um, like sportswear um experience yeah that helps too he's the only one that did a squirt which is the only time a squirt works is for an olympic thing like a like an athlete thing for an athlete yeah um i liked it i wish it was slightly shorter but i think it, it was the best look um leanne i said i hate the collar it's not I, practical who would wear it? no one would wear that i thought the blue looked like black again um, I didn't think it was horrible. She had white shorts, which I was like, eh, yeah, I didn't think it was cute. horrible. It's just a lot. The flare on the top was weird and unflattering, though. Yeah, it, it wasn't horrible. Some of these looks aren't like horrible, but like when you think of it in the contest of like the challenge, oh, yeah, it doesn't then, work at no all. Athlete, like, no athletic woman's going to want to wear what Leanne made. Yeah. It's bulky already. Yeah, it's it's bad. And then Daniels was like, "I can't." I've said so bad. I can't see anyone wearing that to an open like a, an opening ceremony. It's like a flight attendant who forgot her jacket or something. I don't know. It well, see, that's terrible. I. That's one of the things that I thought was a little on the sabotage side. This episode is he was going to make a jacket for it, and Kenley said not to. She thought it looked to wonder woman and all that and she got in his head that it looked too wonder woman he didn't want it to look too wonder woman or too superman so he did a nearly all blue dress without very little red and no white so that it wouldn't look too wonder woman and then as tim told him and as the judges tell him like 
the Olympic athletes are as close as you're going to get to Wonder Woman. Why would you not want them to look like Wonder Woman? <laughs> like, right? why are you worried about that? And so like he was, but he went Henley's way and he didn't make the red jacket. And so he ended up with a blue that kind of looks purple and a plain dress, which he should have put the jacket on. He should have added the jacket and like even a little bit of white would have helped. It would have made the purple look more blue if there had been more white on it. But it was so much of that blue that it it was, was hideous. Purple. It was hideous. It's not great, yeah. Um, Jarell's next. I said really ugly. <laughs> I love Jarell's because it is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it is so. It's a school teacher on the prairie. It's very Little House on the Prairie. I kind of want the sun hat. I would totally sit on a beach in that sun hat. It is ridiculous. It's like red, white, and blue polka dots and stripes and floppy and. Oh, I love me a floppy hat. It's the most ridiculous outfit, but I did want the hat. It's so bad. And I love oh, it's absolutely it's awful. So bad. No Olympic athlete would ever wear it. Nobody in their right mind would wear that. Someone mentioned, one of the judges mentioned it looks like it's coming off a movie set. He, if he, I don't, if he works in costume now, whatever show he's working on, probably has the best costumes in the industry. <laughs> like, oh yeah, didn't someone say it looks Titanic? Yeah, something like that. Oh, it's, I mean, he did a historical costume after going to that museum and it is ridiculous so bad um what did you think of Stella's she's next um I didn't think it would have been awful if once again the blue had been a brighter blue like it just it again it looked like red white and black although she did also use a lot of black but I liked her logic that the Olympians are gladiators and they're tough. And so she's going to make a tough looking outfit. I didn't hate her outfit. I hated the fit. Like I hated the belly button sticking out. It well, was very yeah, that's, distracting. That's Stella. So that's just. Yeah. Uh, I did like the concept. I think she just didn't execute it. I didn't like it. I, but I definitely agree that she should have been in the middle, which she was. Yeah. She was safe. Was it horrible? Um, and then Keith is next. I said, what the fuck is that bubble skirt? That is the exact same thing I said. <laughs> I literally wrote the same thing down. Was she five? Like, no one, no adult woman wants to wear that outfit. It's awful skirt. And then the rest was white, except there's a red and blue scarf. Like, I thought. All I can remember is the one skirt. One of the worst. It was literally, I don't even remember what the top looked like, but it was white. And then she had like a big red and blue scarf. But yeah, it was like a white skirt with like a blue and white bubble skirt. Yeah, bubbly part around the bottom. And it was like, it was awful. It I was think awful. he should have been on the bottom. He should have been. Terry's next is that I like the pants. I love that jacket. So the much. only thing I didn't like about that outfit, it was the scarf. I don't remember really paying attention to the scarf so much. I loved the jacket. The shirt was cute. The pants were fairly cute. 
like I it doesn't even have to be Olympics I don't know that I would wear all those pieces together outside the Olympics because it is an awful lot of red white blue Mm -hmm. but just like the blue jacket with the red pinstripes I love it yeah I liked everything but the scarf she puts this giant ass scarf on the model I think it like made her shorter but that's just my opinion they don't even mention it but I really like the scarf but um Jennifer snacks I said what do you think of Jennifer I said how does that have to do anything with the Olympics it looks like something Blair from Gossip Girl would have worn to lunch it's 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 mind-boggling it's a sweet girly dress there's nothing USA or Olympics or anything on it and then like when it comes out her little diary room thing when she's talking over it says that she thinks it represents America how she doesn't say how she just I think it represents America no explanation the only argument I think she could have made which she doesn't is that she did use a lot of gold on it so she could have made an argument that her Olympian is going for the gold (laughs) that is the only way she could have gone with it and she doesn't I don't know how she came up with this concept at all well she even put brooches on it like what is she thinking the judges say that like she just can't get out of her own way more or less that she's so stuck in her own taste and her own designs that she can't work to the challenge like she ignores the challenge and just does what she wants it was bad she's not the only one that did that though I mean, it wasn't, if it was a different challenge, it wouldn't be bad, but for this challenge, it was horrible. Oh, yeah, if this was another challenge, if she had to make a sweet dress for someone to go have a picnic in the park in, like, she got it. She nailed it. Yeah. Um, Blaine's next. I said it's okay. It's Barbie goes to the Olympics. Yeah. No, I actually don't hate that. He, it's, it's, he chose pink and, like, baby blue and white which is odd but it's definitely it's barbie it's very barbie and then kenley kenley's again it said again who would wear that to the olympics she did the same thing jennifer did where she did what she wanted to make and she ignored the challenge and was like i want to make a white shirt and a plaid blue skirt and that's what i'm gonna do and the, she only, had immunity. the only advantage she had over Jennifer is that she had immunity. So do what you want. Like, you may as well. Mm-hmm. She did. <laughs> she just ignored the challenge and made what she wanted to make. Anyway, to say, God, this challenge was so ug- ugly. Why did everyone go so vintage? Well, Only Joe your... and Croto made wearable looks. Honestly, who was your favorite look? Like, which one would you most want to wear? um for the challenge i probably pick joe see i thought joe most deserved to win but the one i'd be most likely to wear is terry's i love that jacket <laughs> uh who wins carto carto wins i didn't see it coming i was sure joe was gonna win me too Hers was sleek and cool. I could actually see the Olympic people wearing that. I mean, the pants she made are very nice. Like, they are a very nice pair of, like, white slacks. But I still thought Joe's looked more Olympic summer games. I could see a hundred different women wearing that outfit and just being fine with it. With everyone else, I could see people being like, I ain't wearing that. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. Could you imagine if uh, Jarrell's 
everyone went to to the Olympic like if they they actually presented that outfit to the Olympic team was like this is what everyone's wearing this year oh god no so bad anyways did you look up who okay so Jennifer's gone home it was dessert but I hate when somebody who was in the bottom the week prior then gets eliminated that week I hate that right because she was on the bottom with Emily she should have just booted Jennifer yeah I guess yeah because who knows Emily might have done like the best look this week yeah I hate when that happens but did you look her up I didn't I forgot I did Jennifer Dietrich is a very successful fashion designer she owns Sweet by Jennifer Dietrich which uh Sweet S-U-I-T-E by JenniferDietrich.com like she does I guess she lived in Italy for lots of years and she moved back to New York like five years ago and she has this fashion line that's inspired by all her years in Italy it's like very sweet girly dresses in like really bright bold patterns you would probably really like some of them I was gonna say it sounds like something I would love yeah it's it's a lot of like really fun kind of unusual patterns and like she seems to be very successful which is rare for project runway so I like being able to say it that she she went on to be a successful designer I want to look this up okay how did you spell it uh sweet s-u-i-t-e by Jennifer Dietrich d-i-e-d-r-i-c-h insert silence while Caitlin types <laughs> is this the is this the site hold on let me share my screen I mean it was sweet by Jennifer Dietrich.com I think is what the seat I think I have I think I have it hold on let me share my screen silence makes great podcast audio I know right is this it <laughs> um yeah that's just that's her Okay, let's look at party dresses. That's hideous. Well, scroll. There's better ones. That's fun. But anyone could have done that. $300. Oh, yeah. They're, when I say she's successful, they're expensive. <laughs> I mean, they're okay. It's, it's She just makes bag dresses with fun patterns. More or less, but she's doing it successfully how do you know successfully well she has a website that apparently is selling $300 dresses so oh wedding I don't think she's failing how is this wedding maybe you're meant to wear it to not as a wedding dress but to a wedding I kind of like the jacket on the, the the third one I don't, I can't tell what the pattern is. Oh, I like the square pattern. I don't necessarily like the. I do like a cape. Whatever her face mask The like. flamingo one is cute. Does she design for like celebrities? Yeah, I didn't look for that, to be honest. I was just so excited to see she's actually working as a fashion designer. It's so rare. She lived in Italy for 16 years. Her husband moved back to New York City. She's 
she had a feature in Matchbook Magazine. She's stocked in various stores. There was a list of stores there she's that carry her dresses. New Orleans. Century Girl in New Orleans, Imarica in Milan, Wolf and Badger, and Shop Your Fit Online. She's got some press going on. The Wizard of Oz Halloween party was perfectly wicked. What does this have to do with anything? I assume. Oh, here we go. Wait, I just saw it. Sporting a custom made. Oh, a fashion force in modern day Carrie Bradshaw, Caroline's Dorothy outfit was of course the star of the show sporting a custom made pinafore dress with perfectly puffed sleeves designed by jennifer dietrich so she designed this dress very it's, cute it's cute okay who are these people am i supposed to know who these people are i have no idea Maybe fashion people know who they are. It's Caroline Vazana is wearing her Dorothy dress. Um, I don't know who any of these people are. Maybe we're out of date. <laughs> we are out of date. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't um, know who I had any my, of these people are. I had my niece over this weekend and I was like, oh, have you played? So she's a fashion editor, stylist, writer living in New York. She began her career at Marie Claire and has since spent time at Teen Vogue and in Style Magazine. So she's a fashion lady. Got it. Um, Looks like a fun party. My niece was over this weekend. She's 12. And so thinking of things I liked when was 12 I was like oh do you do kids still play mash and she's like oh yeah we, we play mash and so I was like let's play mash and so I put it down and I was like okay choose like you know three people you'd want to marry or whatever and like three celebrities I was like choose three celebrities and she kind of stared at me and I was like choose three youtubers <laughs> and she's like oh okay <laughs> who did she pick the only one I knew was Mr. Beast I have no idea who the other two were <laughs> I, I never like, got I, into YouTube. I never got into it. I just like, I was like, I'm going to guess how to spell those names. Okay. <laughs> I could not get into watching somebody talk for 20 minutes. Like, oh my God, I could just do that myself. <laughs> we do that ourselves. I know. We're doing it as we speak. But yeah, that concludes the episode. Do you want to do the ending? Sure. This has been another episode of Blunt Orange. We are so pretentious. You can hear us on all podcast platforms. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at Blood Orange Wasp. We'll be back next week with season five, episode five, and maybe more stories about Burning Man or whatever else we talked about. I don't even remember anymore. I don't know either. Goodbye. Bye.